All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the May I Have a Word podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gustavo Montes. What's going on, everybody? How are you? How are you living? How are you breathing? How are you doing? What's going on, peoples? Happy uh, Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. I do apologize for doing this a day late. Uh, some things came up and I had to address them before I could sit down and speak with the May I Have a Word podcast family. What's going on, peeps? What's new? Did you guys have a good weekend? I hope you guys had a great weekend. I myself had a pretty good weekend. That's right. Good weekend in the books. Got to, you know, hang out a bit, see some people. Went to a very uh, nice dinner. Very actually pretty pretty good Mexican restaurant in Beverly Hills. It was actually surprising because uh, I'm going to be real with you. Big expensive places usually never get it right when it comes to Mexican food. But this place did. It's in the heart of Beverly Hills. It was called Cantina Frida. And it was amazing. It, it, it was amazing. It was worth the price of admission which means that it was expensive as all hell. And I was pleasantly surprised. After a couple margaritas, I was even loving it even more. A couple Cadillac margaritas to cap off my week with. And uh, it was a great, great, great dinner. And uh, kicked off my weekend pretty good. Got a little bit of a workout in, all that. And, you know, got me ready for the work week. Which the work week's been fun. It's been good. Been uh, a lot of things, a lot of moving parts day in and day out. And, you know, just uh, like even people reached out to me when they heard the last episode and they were like, you know, Gus, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? Well, you know, like, you know, like you sound like you're too happy. (laughs) my response to them is fuck you mean i'm too happy like is that a problem you know it's like it's like it's not enough that it's like you know i've bounced back harder than the fucking super balls you put in the 25 cent machines but it's like i'm too happy since when it is a problem to be too happy ladies and gentlemen it's never a problem to be too happy i'll tell you that never a problem and you know, apparently there was a lot of questions regarding the last couple episodes. People want to know if I'm dating. People want to know, oh, is there a certain someone out there? Uh, yeah, her name's Kim Kardashian, which I caught a lot of flack of. A lot of people rolling their eyes when they hear the KK. Now it's a KKW. Is that what it is? But, um, you know, it's it's funny it's real funny, and I briefly was sarcastically uh, calling out the ladies when I was talking about how, you know, women are very supportive of each other, especially nowadays, and and I love that. I love seeing that, but it's like when it comes to a certain someone, they get very haterish. If I can say that. And a lot of people reached out like, really, Gus? Really? Her? Of all people you would want to date? Her? 
And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you know her? Did you go to high school with her? Like, did she, you know, prevent you from getting a man at one point? I don't think so. So, you know, it's like, yo, if the old bus wants to take her out on a date, then let me take her out on a date. Like, let's be real, it's never going to happen. And no, I'm not being negative, but (laughs) I'm being realistic. Um, You know, if Kim Kardashian ever accepts a date with me and I actually do take her out on a date, you guys can have the password to my ATM and uh, have whatever's inside of it. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it was very funny. Um, got a lot of, uh, questions from a lot of people about me being open about dating and everything like that. And, um, and if I'm going to say on the podcast, you know, when I go on a date and when I'm dating and who I'm dating for starters, I'm never going to say who I'm going on dates with. I'm that is out of respect for that individual and I'm not going to put her business out there like that. Um, if I do say that I do go on a date, that is the most you guys will hear of it is, yeah, went on a date this weekend. It went well or, uh, you know what, didn't didn't go the way that I had hoped. And that'll be that. Um, if things kind of get a little serious, then it'll be up to the discretion of the of the of the person that I am. uh um you know, dating, it's, it's, it's their right, it's their prerogative to, to be in control of the details of their lives that are put out there. And it's not my call. So when and if that time comes that if I ever decide to date again, because let's be real, guys, I mean, you know, the old bus has had some problems in the past, and he's a little nervous getting back out there. He's scared. I'm. I'm. I. 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 I don't know. I feel as if I'm going to get all excited, and I'm going to, you know, go out there, positive, head held high, and bang! It's like the first girl I ask is like, "Yeah, no, I don't want to date you." No, no, I don't. I really don't. And then it's like, hey, all right, man, you know what? You're lost, lady. On to the next one. And it's like, oh, really? You do? Yeah, no, I don't want to date you. Hmm. All right. That one kind of hurt. She seemed really excited, but then, you know, very sarcastically kind of hurt. All right. Next one. And it'll be like, (laughs) oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for laughing. But no, no, I don't want to date you. Um, No. Like, it just, it's like, this is where I become my own worst enemy. And, um, you know, I, I'm very picky when it comes to who I date. And it's, there were certain criterias that must be met um, for if and when that time comes on when I have the balls to ask a woman out on a date. It is, you know, like there's just certain criterias, you know, like she can't be a smoker. And I say that because not because I'm against the health ramifications of smoking. It is because, uh, I know for a fact that if my significant other smokes, then 
I'm going to start smoking myself. So that's why I can't do it. Um, that is kind of the same reason as to why I cannot date a lazy individual because, um, I feed off the energy of my partner. I feed off that energy as does she feed off of mine. And so if I am, if I encounter a lazy significant other, then I myself, am going to become lazy. So that's why I aim to date someone that is active. I aim to be able to be in a relationship with someone that is going to get me out of my funk and get my ass out there uh, for hell. Even if it's a walk down the beach, that gets me going. You know, I only live like four and a half, five miles from the beach. So it's like we could even walk to the beach and then walk back. So, you know, it's something of, of importance to me to be able to, you know, do my due diligence before I decide to go on a date with someone. Because the last thing that I would want to do is date someone and I really like her and she really likes me. And then I find out that you know, that, oh, she's actually really lazy and, you know, she's got a horribly, you know, hot, like she has got a horrible hygiene, you know, things like that. Because like I told you, I feed off the energy of that. And, and it's like, I, I fall really hard with my significant others. And like, it takes me kind of a minute to get there. But when I get there, like I'm all in. And so, for me to be, you know, wanting to invest in a relationship and put my time into it, you guys, you, may I have a word, you guys have been there from the inception of this. You guys have been there and you guys know the meaning of this podcast where it is, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to waste your time. And so... um so I'm, I, it's very important to me of the things that I must check off the checklist of someone that I'm going to date because not only do I want to not want to waste their time, I don't want to waste my time because if I'm going to date someone or if I'm going to want to date and be open up to dating it's a scary thing. It's a very scary thing to sit there and be like, okay, I, here, be, here goes the search of someone that I could possibly, you know, do that. And it's like a lot of people are going to be like, well, that's your first mistake. Gus can't go into it thinking that I'm going to find Mrs. Right. Well, I'm not going into it thinking I'm going to find Mrs. Wrong, am I? Are you? Does anybody go into a relationship and be like, well, this is going to end like a train wreck? No, they no, they don't. So it's you know, I'm I feel like I'm going through a workout just talking about this. I'm already getting, you know, like, oh man. Oh jeez. Oh boy. I am a little nervous. 
so to speak, of of doing this, of 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 going back out there and you know kind of dating because I've already got low self-esteem. Like there's no bigger enemy, well enemy. There's no bigger person out there that has a lower view of themselves than I do, which yes, I know is a problem, so don't start saying, "Oh, well, it's bromcus." Yes. I know it's a problem. Trying to fix it, trying to rectify it. Okay? It'll change. But you know, I I do believe that I'm a good guy. I I do firmly believe that. Um and I don't want to waste the time of anybody. And that's simple as that. But it's also funny because at the same time, it's like, yeah, I I don't want to waste your time, but I do want you to know that I'm going to treat you like the queen that you are. Because I firmly believe, ladies and gentlemen, that, you know... Unless your name is Gillian Maxwell, you deserve to be treated like a queen, not a princess. No, I don't. I don't believe in the princess thing. Oh, treat her like a princess. No, you treat her like a queen, because a queen runs a kingdom. She has her castle that she runs, and you will be treated like a queen, hands down. Because I'm not a prince, I'm a king. So, if there's a woman out there that wants to be a part of my life, she will be a queen. She won't be a a, a princess. And that is the truth of it. Sounds, sounds, you know, whatever. I don't want to hear you guys' remarks, whatever, which I know I'm going to get feedback of. Oh, I'm a princess. Mm-hmm. But there are there are women out there that they know that they should be treated like a queen. And those are the very confident women. Those are the women that know what they want. And so there is going to be a moment, a time that when the universe and God feel fit, that there will be a queen sitting besides the king. But I don't know when that will happen. I'm not going to rush the universe into it. I'm not going to force that hand because I don't, I don't want to just do that. I mean, just straight up, I don't want to do that. I don't belong to a, to any dating apps, any dating websites. I don't belong to anything. Nothing. So it's very interesting to see how it'll happen. Um which I could just at the end of the day just throw my hands in the air and be like, "Fuck it. I'm I'm not dating." 
I'm not dating and that's just the way it's going to go. Which I have every right to do that. I have every right. I'm tired of people asking me, when are you going to settle down, man? When are you going to find someone? When are you going to have kids? None of your fucking business. That's when. I hear the most absurd things and it drives me up the wall. When people are like, when you know, when are you gonna, you know, like when are you gonna have a girlfriend? I'm like, I don't know. Well, wait, like we just want to see you happy. Oh, so having a significant other is gonna make me happy. Let me ask you this here question there, Cheech. You are in a loveless marriage and have been in a loveless marriage since longer than I have been alive. Why aren't you happy? You are married and you were the furthest thing from happy. So explain to me how it is that you want me to be happy by being in a relationship, but yet you're in a relationship and you would love to be pushed in front of a moving bus. So riddle me that, Batman, because I I get so almost borderline offended when people say that to me. Like, oh, we just want you to be happy. Oh, so in order for you to be happy is to know that I'm in a relationship. Yeah, no. You think that I can't be happy on my own? You think that I cannot achieve that goal on my own two feet? Look here, lady. I'm very happy right now. Not 100% happy, but I am happy. I am damn happy. I'm so happy with where in the direction my life is heading in right now. Because it's only going to get greater. It's only going to get better. So when people tell me that, it's I kind of get offended because I'm like, oh, so... I'm incapable of being happy on my own. Because according to you, being happy takes two people. Which, I'll be honest with you, if I had somebody last year during the pandemic, during quarantine, lockdown, it would have made me somewhat less depressed. But with what I went through... It's like, it. it's almost as if it was meant to happen and I needed to go through it because I came out of it with a lot more clarity of life and the direction of my life and where it's going. So now that I went through all that, I feel very fortunate and very lucky to have gone through that. Not the COVID part. No, not that shit. Talking about the being lonely and going through quarantine, going living through a pandemic by myself. So I know I can stand on my own two feet. And I know I can survive on my own. But I choose not to go through life like that. Because even though I know it's not going to kill me, 
I don't want to die alone. I don't. So, I've got a lot to work for and work towards when it comes to the dating department. You know, I mean, it's just something of that, hey, when that day comes of, you know, me really wanting to have the guts to go up to a girl and be like, would you like to have dinner with me sometime? That is going to be the day where I'm like, whoa, okay, you're ready to date. Nervous as all hell. Are you kidding me? When I look in the mirror practicing asking Kim Kardashian out, I damn near shake. True story. I'm like, hey, Kim, you, uh, you know, do you like food? Do you like, you, I mean, you, I mean, of course you like to eat food. Do you like to eat dinner? I mean, do you, I mean, do you like, do you, would you wait? Like, would you like to have dinner um, sometime with, uh, like, I mean, just like, just like in general, would you like to maybe like to have dinner with me sometime? I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to. I mean, I'm just asking just like that. And then I quickly realized it's like, idiot, you're by yourself in your bathroom and you're looking at a mirror. Stop panicking. So, um, you know, that's, that's just a little, a little glimpse into, um, what it is that will take place in 2021. Um, me completely bombing, asking Kim Kardashian out on a date. Um, I'm, I'm just, you know, just real excited to be able to do things again, now that everything is opening again and doing all that, um, like I am, I'm going to be, tomorrow is going to be one week away from getting my final vaccine shot, um, which is, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful that I didn't get the Johnson & Johnson one because the city of Los Angeles has ceased all production of Johnson and Johnson. Um, they're no longer handing that shot out in many states across the country. And even here in Los Angeles, they stopped. So um, it's, it, it's very scary to know that you have that vaccine in you now. That shot is in your bloodstream and people are receiving a lot of blood clots from it. And I'm just like, oh my God. I was like, you jackasses didn't test that shit enough. And now people are, they're not running crazy or anything. Um, they're just freaking the hell out. And I'm like, oof. I, like, I don't know what the hell I would do if that was me. Honestly, like, I would, I mean, <laughs> there isn't anything you can do. That's the worst part. There isn't anything you can do about it. Because that vaccine is running all over your body right now. And all you can do is just pray. Literally, that's all you can pray. And if you're not religious, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe try to work out as much as you can. Go sit in a sauna somewhere. Drink pre-workout. I have no idea. But just make sure that you keep the blood flow going. 
man. Um, I, you know, this is kind of difficult to talk about again. I thought last year would have been once enough. You know, I just didn't know if I was going to talk about it or not because, you know, it's it's just something that I don't know when this country is ever going to get fucking right. And yes, you all know what I'm talking about. And I'm not going to say something stupid and sarcastic or whatever out of respect of the dead. But here we are again. Police killing an innocent black man. And for those of you that are rolling your eyes or about to turn off the radio or whatever, turn it off. I don't care. Because the simple fact of the matter is that you cannot turn your eyes off to the truth and to reality of that. There's a major problem in this country with law enforcement and on how they treat people of color. Plain and simple. On Sunday night, uh, Minneapolis, I think it's Minneapolis, they're in the borough of Brooklyn Center, which I think Brooklyn Center is a town, actually, right outside of Minneapolis. Killed Dante Wright. They pulled him over for an air freshener. That is right. They pulled him over for an air freshener. Found out he had a warrant out for his arrest. And they wanted to arrest him. He didn't know what it was for. He tried to ask. There was a, a, a bit of a scuffle ensued. He ends up sitting back in the driver's seat after the, after the struggle. And the officer pulls her sidearm, points it at him for about four and a half seconds, fires one round into him. Kills him. And she just says, oh my God, I shot him. As if she didn't know what the hell she was doing. If you can't tell the difference between a two and a half pound firearm, or I'm sorry, 2.8 pound firearm, and an eight ounce taser, you shouldn't be a police officer. Period. You shouldn't. Should not be a police officer. And she was a 25-year vet. There's not a shot in hell that you cannot tell a difference. Sorry. I will not buy that for one second. Last I heard that she has quit the force as as did the chief of police because the chief of police came out and defended the hell out of her, which I get it. I think that's what he's got to do, but he quit. 
And as you can imagine, tensions tensions were already high in Minneapolis because of the George Floyd trial going on right now. And then you throw in another innocent lost life, an innocent life lost. Yeah. And for those trying to justify it because he had a warrant out for his arrest, he had a warrant out for his arrest because he got a ticket when he was 17 years old for smoking one joint of weed, one joint. He gets a ticket. And in the pandemic, he lost his job, was unable to pay for the fine anymore. And barely got himself a job and was now working towards paying that off so he could spend more time with his one-year-old son. And, you know, it's uh, it's heartbreaking to hear. It's heartbreaking to see. And... You know, it's it's just something that truly boggles my mind that here we are one year later, not even a year later, and we are on the brink of yet another, another mass hysteria event here in this country. I've been following the George, the George Floyd trial, and it does look like this dude, Derek Chauvin, is going to receive... Um, either a death or life sentence, and he will be going away for a long time. And so, this is this is unfortunately the state of our country, but yet I still love this country. I will forever love the country that I was born and raised in, it has given me every ounce of freedom that I've ever needed and wanted. And I, you know, I just consider myself very lucky when it comes that I was born and raised in this country. There was a lot of times that I had to deal with racism and that I had to deal with with the shitty part of growing up in this country. But at the same time, nothing, and I mean nothing, could have and would have ever come close to replacing what I went through. And what I was building towards it. So... Yeah, just an unbelievable, unbelievable week and everything. And I hope that it just can get better and that we can um, finally learn how to get along. The majority of us, because there's a good number of people out there that I've met that can get along at the drop of a hat. So, yes. Anyways, all righty, ladies and gentlemen, your Wednesday edition of the May I Have a Word podcast has come to an end. I do thank you guys very much for tuning in. 
once again, you guys can find this on Apple, Spotify, iTunes, or iTunes, iHeart, uh, Pandora, anywhere and everywhere that you can find the podcast platform, whatever you want to look up your podcasts that you listen to, type us in, you'll find it, you'll see it, and most importantly, you'll hear it. So, once again, thank you very much, you guys. As always, I'm your host, Gustavo Montes. You guys stay safe out there. Have a great week. Love you. Wash your hands. You guys take care. Love you. And I'll talk to you on Friday.